page 488, just design. good on that like you believe it <laughs> all right intercessory prayer uh who's got I actually have got remember the people up in the mountains with all this flood and it lost their homes and people missing and the fires out in California that the whole cities and towns have been burned down but I work with a girl, her name is Jennifer Dale, and last Saturday, her and her husband and her two kids were driving through Pisgah National Forest, and a tree fell on their jeep, 
it caused them to veer off the left of the road and go down an embankment. But unfortunately, there was two trees there that stopped the Jeep or they would have landed in a river. Wow. And their youngest son was 10 years old. He got killed. Oh. They had to airlift all of them to the hospital. Uh, Jennifer's got a broke back. Her husband's got broke ribs. And their other oldest son had swelling on the brain. And they had to put him in a induced coma. But I think he's out of that now and they expected him to be okay. But it's just been a, a tragic time this week for them. Mm. Mm. Anybody else? Uh, I had friends, there were three. Two of them worked at the hospital, and the other one, they were independent for over two weeks. You got a uh, they already got vaccine. And the other one, uh, her mind is beating. <laughs> yeah. mm -hmm. And the other one also, her sister noticed her sister that her her sister don't have a vaccine. She don't want to go with the other one. She got really, uh, I mean, the vaccine. The other one, she really got a vaccine. This don't have a vaccine. She noticed her <laughs> sister is kind of. My hair might also is like this. Hmm. Anybody else? Anything else? Hmm. Okay. Um, I know you've seen the situation in Afghanistan. I just pray for, you know, Americans that are there that are trying to get out. Um, other people that helped the country also um, that are stranded. So... Please pray for that situation. All right, let's give the Lord in prayer. Father in heaven, thank you for um, your blessings that we can come to you. There's just, there is tragedy in all of our lives at different times, Father. Um, we know there's been some uh, very difficult times over in the Pisgah area with flooding and pray that you in Haywood County, just pray you'd be the people there and please help them and please help the community rally rally to help those folks as well. I know that there are efforts to do that, but just pray for people and all that they're dealing with. And as Marilyn mentioned, fires in California and then Jennifer Dale's family, Father, that's, that's devastating and our heart breaks for people having to endure these things and we know that you are in control and um we don't we don't profess to understand why you allow things to happen um certainly not all the time so we ask for your intervention ask for your comfort your peace and your strength for her and her family and for uh, loved ones and just pray that you will help them father to uh move forward those are the kind of things you don't ever get over but you move forward and so we, we pray father that uh, she can her family be gain strength through you and we pray for the other son as well that you would uh, heal him and um, father pray for Lou's friends and um, other people and are, are struggling with uh, COVID whether they've got it or uh, there's struggles about whether or not to take a vaccine. There's just a lot of uh, confusion, different information coming out. We don't always know what to believe, don't know what's true. So we look to you, Father, and just pray that you will give us wisdom to make the best decision on these things that we could. 
I pray for all your people that we would um, just encourage one another, not judge each other, but to encourage one another and, and that we could make a decision led by you. We know that every person is not the same, and um, so there may be different reasons for us doing different things. And so, Father, we uh, just look to you. Thank you. Pray you'll help us to love one another and just pray that you would uh, give clarity about what is best and about and that truth would come out. Father, I think that's the thing that seems to be lacking more and more in our society is just evidentiary truth. And so uh, whatever that is, we pray that it would uh, be revealed. And we thank you, Father, that you are truth and that we can always trust and believe in you. So we ask for your intervention in these situations. Thank you for hearing our prayer, and thank you for letting us be here, and we pray for your blessings on the service. Let it be done to your glory, and just thank you again, Father, for the privilege of, of being with one another and, and worshiping you, and, and uh, we praise your name in Christ's name. Amen. All right. Um, Thanksgiving prayer, and I say my sister had surgery um, this week, and she said, thank you to each of you for prayers offered on her behalf. They have been answered. She said, um, she, um, her, she'd had pain in her leg the whole time and it's gone. She says, it's just, there's nothing there. It's like, you know, she said it really was like a miracle that God has allowed to happen. So, um, she's very thankful. She hopes to be back in a week or two. So <laughs> she just said to make sure everybody knows that she is uh, very thankful and she has been praising God. I know that. <laughs> um, and my mom is doing well. Uh, she's still has some difficulties, but she's definitely gaining strength. She's eating better. Um, so I'm hopeful maybe at some point that her and dad may even get to come back and join us again. Uh, dad's doing well he's he's mom said he's really shown himself as a caretaker <laughs> he's done done a very good job val said that bruce had too so um so that's good and uh, but uh, they're very thankful thankful for your prayers and miss you mom had left a card she gave me a card to drop off and i don't know it's probably been two or three weeks ago now and i kept forgetting it but i finally put it out there but she's just saying she Thanks, uh, thanks to church and misses everybody. Um, anybody else have anything? Thanksgiving? Prayer? Well, I'm thankful to see everybody. So I know we're small in number, but we're close and thankful to see all of you and I love you. And, um, so we'll just keep motoring along as God provides. <laughs> all right, let's, let's get in prayer again. Father, thank you so much um, that we can be here, and uh, thank you for healings. Thank you for my sister's been doing so well. Thank you for that, and my mom, and uh, thank you for our church family, Father. What a blessing and encouragement to me and has been for so many years, and I thank you, Father, that uh, we know we are small in number, but you have given us strength and we pray that you will help us to um, follow you and that we would do whatever you would have us do as your people here. And um, please help us to remain true to your word and um, to uh, 
just encourage one another, encourage those that we know, and uh, we pray for those who couldn't be here with us today, that you would uh, protect them, that you would be with them and encourage them. And thank you again so much for our hope in Christ, Father. It's a great blessing in the world of chaos, and we can be full of hope by what you have done for us through your Son, and we praise you for it, and thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, for Scripture, we have Mr. Sherlock. <laughs> It takes a lot for me to stand up here, I'm telling you. <laughs> I am very, very bashful. I was sitting in church one time, the Lord told me to get up and move. And I said, let so-and-so do it. And he said, she can't do it all. She can't. We all got apart. And when Jen, I've been, <laughs> I'm standing here, I am so nervous. And I started praying. I said, Lord, you better help me. When I got saved, I prayed, and I said, Lord, I'm so biased on backwards. If you ever plan on using me, I said, you better give me a boldness. He's giving me a boldness, and sometimes he has to tell me, shut up, Shirley. And he asked my husband, he'll tell you, yeah, <laughs> shut up. I love all of you, and I'm thankful. And even though we are a smaller number, it don't matter, because Jesus said where two or three are gathered together in my name, I'm there too. So he's here with us. And... Like me and Jenny was talking about numbers, we come in one day and Jerry was 13. I said, well, I'm glad it's him, not me. I don't like 13. <laughs> so, I, I couldn't find what to read, and I kept thinking, thinking, and I kept going back and forth, and I said, all right, Lord, you put me up there now. What am I supposed to read? So this is what the Lord gave me this morning to read. It's 1 Corinthians 13, 1, to, 1 through 13. Though I speak with tongues of speak with the tongues of men and of angels, and have not charity, I am become a sounding brass or a tinkling cymbal. And though I have the gift of prophecy and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and though I have all faith, so that I could remove mountains and have not charity, I am nothing. And though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor, and though I give my body to be burned, and have not charity, it profiteth me nothing. Charity, charity suffereth long in his kind. Charity envieth not. Charity vaunteth not itself. Is not puffed up. Doth not behave itself unseemly. Seeketh not her own. Is not easily provoked. Thinketh no evil. Rejoiceth not in iniquity, but rejoiceth in the truth. Beareth all things. Believeth all things. Hopeth all things. Endureth all things. Charity never faileth, but whether there be prophecies, they shall fail. Whether there be tongues, they shall cease. Whether there be, shall be knowledge, it shall vanish away. For we know in part, and we prophesy in part. But when that which is perfect is come, then that which is in part shall be done away. When I was a child, I spake as a child. I understood as a child. I thought as a child. But when I became a man, I put away childish things. For now we see through a, a glass darkly, but then face to face. Now I know in part, but then shall I know even as also I am known. And now abideth faith, hope, charity in these three, but the greatest of these is charity. I asked the Lord, I said, why do you want me to read that? He said, because there's so much hate in the world. There's, there's just so much hate and people hate each other. 
even families turn on each other and it's sad. You see parents killing their kids and the kids killing their parents. And you say, Lord, what's happening? But it's all coming to what we're going through now. It's the end of time. And God loves us. And if we keep our eyes on Him and don't look to what's ahead of us, don't look what's behind, don't look nowhere except to Him, we're going to be okay and we're going to make it. No matter what you're going through, what's happening in your life, at times in my life I know that if it hadn't been for God, I'd lost it. But I know if he can bring me through what I've been through, he can bring anybody else through what they go through too. But the greatest thing is love. And God does love us no matter what. And he said he'd never leave us nor forsake us. And he never left me. At times I thought he had, but he wasn't. But sometimes he has to step back and let us go through things so that we can grow up and we can become, instead of being a hard person, become that tender person, that compassionate person. And the person that we can love, the unlovely and the ungodly and the sinners and the, just accept everybody who they are. And God said, this is the reason I want you to read this so that everybody will know. I love them and I accept them. And he does. He accepts all of us. And I'm thankful for this church. God led me to this church. And I'm thankful for it. I fought it. I didn't want to come here. And then I come here and it's completely different from the churches I've been in. But I feel like I'm at home. I feel like this is where I'm supposed to be. And now my husband's here, and I'm thankful for him. And I just thank each and every one of y'all. Thank you for being good to us and accepting us. Good morning. This article is called Grateful for Wet Shoes. It's by Bo Wagner. Of all the things we would think to be grateful to God for, I'd rather suspect that wet shoes would be pretty far down on the list. And yet. The wreck was horrific. It made national news. 18 vehicles were involved. There were multiple deaths. Traffic was stopped for half a day on both sides of the interstate. It seems to have started simply with a heavy downpour of rain and one vehicle hydroplaning into another. It was one of the heartbreaking, gut-rich, and terrible accidents that moved people from all walks of life to stop for a few moments and pray for everyone involved and for the families who are now experiencing loss that simply could not be fathomed. Life on this blue ball we call Earth is pretty odd. One family will be mourning and broken while another just feet away is rejoicing. Mind you, those rejoicing will also be brokenhearted for others, and they will likely also be processing guilt for being okay while others are clearly not. Like I said, life is pretty odd. The rain had been coming down for quite a while, and having had to get out of the car several different times for different reasons, my wife's father was now in canvas shoes that were soaked, with socks that were soaked also. They had many more miles to go and had planned on traveling several more hours, but the misery of the soaked shoes compelled them to pull off in an exit and get a hotel and stop for the day. After just a few, and just a few moments later, a few miles further up the interstate on which they had been traveling, the wreck happened. Based on mo our calculations of speed and distance, they almost certainly would have been right in the middle of all it had, right in the middle of all of it had they not gotten off when they did. The mixed emotions were staggering. 
I know that God loved everyone on that highway with equal love. It isn't as if he played favorites that much. I want to make perfectly clear. Hebrews 9.27 tells us that it is appointed unto men once to die, but the appointment day is most always unknown. I have preached the funerals of 92-year-olds and the funeral of a one-day-old baby. When mankind invited death into this world in Genesis 3, he invited something chaotic, not something sensible. Else everyone would have an appointment at the exact same number of days and minutes, and it would all be perfectly predictable. I am also not driving at an assurance that God chose to get my father-in-law's shoes wet to keep him out of the wreck. I have no way of knowing such a thing and will not have any way of knowing it for certain till I get to heaven and can ask. What I'm saying with utmost assurance is that many of the things in life that we either get impatient over or even despise are actually blessings in disguise. Again, who would ever think to be grateful for wet shoes? And yet, when something like this happens, it reminds us of the wisdom of God all along, who in 1 Thessalonians 5.18 said, In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Everything includes wet shoes. It also includes a traffic light that will not seem to turn green fast enough for our liking. The lovely pink piece of paper, the kind gentleman with the flashing blue light chases us down to gift us with. The kid that throws up on your clothes right before you need to leave home in the morning. The layoff that catches us by surprise. The election that did not go our way. And the medical diagnosis that changes our entire manner of life. Everything includes, well, everything. We are not told to give thanks for everything, mind you, but we are told to give thanks in everything. Not everything is good. Some things are, in fact, horrible. But within everything, large or small, good or bad, expected or unexpected, the very good God of heaven will be providing reasons to be grateful, whether we can perceive them at the time or not. Therefore, we choose to give thanks, even when the reasons for the unpleasant things of our life are never made known to us. I did not understand many of the hard things in my life as a child. Some of them are still a mystery to me. But I have known God long enough now to know that he brings direction out of delays, calm out of chaos, and glory out of grief. My emotions are still mixed and jumbled. How could they not be? My wife has been near tears processing it all, both the joy of still having her parents and the sympathetic grief of those we never met who are carrying the most shattered of hearts right now. Pray for those who are dealing with the laws and pray for those who are carrying the trauma of having seen it all happen. And while you are at it, hug those you love a little tighter today and also determine to be patient and trusting and graceful even if your shoes get soaked. Days where I'm, I think I don't, maybe we should just stop here. <laughs> uh, was that surely that we appreciate that very much. And uh, it was funny when you talk about being nervous. You didn't seem nervous at all. I remember when I first it made me think of when I first in my first sermon, and after it was over, I remember 
telling the Lord, if something doesn't change, we can't go on this way. I'm going to have a heart attack and die. Uh, so I was so nervous. Uh, and my voice always shook terribly. Uh, so, But um, we're just thankful for you and appreciate you doing that for sure. And uh, what Marilyn said, just keep that in mind when we get into this passage. <laughs> uh, you may have seen the name of it as personal tragedy. So it is a, it's pretty heavy. And um, yeah, so we'll, in light of that, let's turn to page uh, 526. I always forget and put the guitar on before I get the, get that and then I can't reach it. 526, the solid rock. <laughs> 